What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Dads. Thank you, uh, all five of you that made it back somehow. Today, we're going over my top 30 halfbacks in Dynasty. A lot of you know that I hate this position. Uh, it's not it's not my most favorite to talk about. There's a lot of uh, fake value uh, in this position. There's a lot of value that I don't agree with. Uh, it, a guy could be halfback one, you know, one season and then be nothing the next season. Um, it's really hard to predict the trajectory of uh, these halfbacks' careers. Um, but uh, we got to start them anyway. So with that said, I've got five tiers of halfbacks here. Um, tier number one's got three guys in it. Um, I'm not including rookies, so... Um, We'll save that for another time once we see the combine and everything. RB1 for me, it's still going to be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, in 2022, he was RB33. It was a down year. It wasn't great. Um, he's 24 years old. To me, he's the most pure athletic halfback in the league as far as the way he runs, um, his build, his size, his speed. In 2022, he dealt with um, a high ankle sprain pretty much the entire season. Uh, wasn't a great year. He let a lot of people down. Uh, he was going in the in the middle of the first round in startups last offseason, which was ridiculous. But you know where he's going now? He's going in the uh, second, the late second to early third, which is pretty much at his ceiling what it should be. I don't see him going any higher than that uh, just because I think people are getting smarter now. They want to take QBs. They want to take wide receivers higher. Um, it's crazy that he is already 24 years old. Um, but with that said, there's nobody behind him on the depth chart. Uh, it's likely that they'll draft a QB, so they will have an upgraded offense. They'll get you know Bryce Young, Stroud, or even Levis. He is one of the few bell cow uh, halfbacks in the league. Um, pretty much all I got on JT. Going on to number two, I have Brees Hall. Uh, in 2022, he was the RB42. Nothing special there. He's 21 years old. Uh, he tore his ACL in October. He's on track to be ready for camp. Um, he was lighting it up before he got hurt. He was he was the RB1 for, you know, um, in Dynasty for, say, two or three weeks before he got hurt, and then he kind of fell back down. More than likely, he's going to get a QB upgrade. It's not that hard to upgrade from Joe Flacco, Mike White, and um, Zach Wilson. Um, any any upgrade's nice. Uh, if they get Rodgers or Carr, they both like to pass the halfbacks, and, and I think that's one of his strong suits is pass-catching. So I think he's going to be a top five halfback for a very long time. Uh, Carter will take away some of the passing game work, but it's nothing that's going to scare me off of him. Um, he's currently going in the early to mid-second, which is right at his ceiling, and y'all know I'm not drafting a halfback that early, so it's, it's going to be rare for me to own any of Brees Hall. He's as close as it gets to a bell cow halfback, just like uh, JT. Moving on to RB3, I'm going to have Kenneth Walker. Uh, he, in 2022, he was the RB18. He's 22 years old. 
Uh, just like uh, JT, to me, he's one of the most pure athletic and physical runners in the NFL. Uh, he's he's likely to average, you know, 80% snap share with uh, Rashad Penny leaving. Um, he's going to be a bell cow uh, halfback. He's shown that he can catch the football. And currently he's going in the uh, third round, which is probably his ceiling. So you see a trend with these top three guys. They're they're going at their, their peaks, and it's unlikely for me to ever draft any of them in a startup just because of that, because they can't gain any value. I mean, they can hold value, you know, if they stay productive and they don't get hurt. But um, we know how, how quickly things can change for halfbacks. So moving into my tier two, let's see, I have... Uh, at number four, I have CMC. Um, he in twenty twenty two, he was the RB two. He's twenty six years old. Uh, to be honest, he has the RB one potential for the next two years. He could easily uh, hold that down the next two years. You know, he had a couple of b- bad years where he was injured, and then after he got traded to the Niners. He uh he seemed to have a resurgence of his career. It's almost like he didn't want to play for them anymore. He did burn a lot of people uh, over the last two years, so I could see why people are hesitant to you know uh, buy into him. Uh, where he's going right now, he's going uh, in the second round of startups, which is really high for a 26-year-old halfback. Um, if he can stay healthy for the next two or three years, I think uh, you'll be more than happy. Um, it's just, you know, me, I'm not, I'm not going to draft him that high. Uh, I mean, if, if he fell to like the third or fourth round, that would probably be one of the times that I would consider it if I was going with a, um, with a contending build, but it's, that's not likely to happen. A lot of guys are taking him as the RB one. As far as his contract, um, if CMC has a down year, he carries a $0 dead cap into 2024 and can save the team twelve million in twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five. So if they have a a uh, bad year, they could easily trade them or cut them. But uh, I don't I don't see that in the future for the Niners. Uh, moving on to RB five, I've got Saquon Barkley. Twenty twenty two, he was RB five. He's twenty six years old. He's currently a free agent. It's likely for him to be tagged. Um, if he's not tagged, then he's probably one of the best halfbacks available. Um, you have him and Josh Jacobs that we'll get to here in a minute. Um, after a full year removed from uh, his, all of his injuries, he looks great. Uh, he looks like his old self, physically one of the best prospects ever. Shows us uh, that why when he's healthy. That's just the big if, if he's healthy. Uh, he's past his, brine, past his prime, but he's a great Continuing asset with solid two to three more years left of being a top back. He is an elite pass catcher. He's currently going in the late third, early fourth. His age will cap his value, but I think he's going in a good spot. If you get him as your RB1 after going QB, wide receiver, wide receiver, then I'd be happy with that. Moving on to my RB6. This is probably one of my favorite targets this offseason. Uh, Najee Harris at six. Um, in 2022, he was RB14. He's 24 years old. He he's one of the few guys to get the true bell cow usage. Um, 
this past year, he dealt with a Liz Frank uh, sprain uh, for most of the season, and it affected his play for sure. You could see it on the field. He didn't look the same. Um, he plummeted down rankings, and it just goes back to what I was saying, that their value is so volatile when they don't uh, produce and when they get hurt. Uh, but towards the end of the season, he did uh, pick pick back up some of his um, uh, production, and he looked great. The Steelers spent a first-round uh, draft pick on him uh, so that he has the team investment uh, and they're and they're one of the few teams that wants to use one halfback. Uh, he's currently going in the fifth round. I love the value. If I can get him as my RB one in the fifth, after going you know QB QB wide receiver wide receiver, I would love that. He is an elite pass catcher in a huge three down frame. Moving on to uh, RB seven, I have Travis Etienne here. Um, in 2022, he was the RB17. He's 24 years old. He's one of the best pure pass catchers in the league. He has first-round draft capital, uh, and he's paired up with his college QB and Trevor Lawrence, um, so they're going to want to keep that connection for as long as they can. He's very explosive in the run game. He looks tiny on the field, but he's got the frame to handle a lot of work. I don't think he's going to have, you know, 30 opportunities a game like some guys. But um, his his usage shot up after they traded away J- J- James Robinson, and it's because they saw the potential in ETN, I believe. Um, his injury um, uh, the year prior was a Liz Frank injury. Uh, he's a full year removed from that, and um, so I'm expecting big things for him this year. Uh, he's currently going in the third round of startups, which feels like his ceiling, which um, I'm not going to be taking him there. But he is a great asset, asset to have if you're a rebuilding team or a contender. Moving on to RB8 for me is Austin Eckler. In 2022, he was the RB1, crazy, uh, at 27 years old. Uh, they changed offensive coordinators over to Kellen Moore from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, hopefully they don't um, bring in a big name running back from free agency. I know over the past few years they have been trying to get him a solid backup so he doesn't have to get all the work. Um, they don't want to give him all the work. He's even said that he doesn't want to get all the work. Uh, I'm not concerned about his age. Um, he wins uh, with his efficiency in the red, red zone, and he's one of the best pass catchers in the league. Um, he, he has had a lot of, of touches over, uh, over his career, but a lot have been catches and carries do not equal receptions as far as a wear and tear. Uh, you know, he's caught a lot of passes and went out of bounds. He's, uh, caught passes and then gotten tackled by corners and safeties, not 300 pound, uh, uh, linemen and 250 pound linebackers. So I think he still has a good, you know, two or three years left in him. Uh, he's a solid asset uh, for a, a continuing roster. Problem is, is he's going in the third round at 27 years old. That is way too high for me. Moving on to my RB9, we're going to go with Josh Jacobs. Um, 2022, he was the RB3. He's 25 years old, currently a free agent, but he's likely to be tagged or re-signed. Uh, he's one of the best um, 
bell cow halfbacks in the league, one of the few. Uh, you're likely to get 20 attempts and five targets a game. Um, his QB is a question mark, but I'm not really concerned unless they bring in like an Anthony Richardson, uh, and he's not going to pass a lot to the halfback. But uh, if it's Aaron Rodgers, uh, I think they try and bring back Jacobs. Um, I think that'd be a great pairing. Uh, his offensive line is still dog shit. I don't understand how he had this season he did, but hopefully they try to address that in the offseason. He's currently going in the fifth round, which feels like a huge value. Him and Najee, if you can you know, get uh, one, one of them in, in the fifth as your RB1, it feels like a steal. All right, now we're moving to my tier three halfbacks. Uh, starting off at RB10, I have Javante Williams. Oh, what could have been. Uh, 2022, he was the RB82. <clears throat> Great. Uh, 22 years old. Huge problem, though. He tore his ACL, PCL, and LCL. It's the same injury that J.K. Dobbins had. Um, I'm hoping that he sits out 2022, doesn't play at all, then comes back. Oh, no, sorry, not 2022. Sits out 2023. And comes back in 2024 uh, fully healthy. Um, he's super talented. Uh, I hope that he can get back to what he was supposed to be. He's currently going in the fifth. That's too high for me considering he's probably going to miss all of 2023. And that was a horrific uh, knee injury. Uh, moving on to RB11. I have Nicholas Chubb. Uh, in 2022, he was the RB6. He's 27 years old. You know the phrase I like, he's built like a brick shit house. Um, he has a contract through 2024. Um, uh, it's likely that Kareem Hunt is leaving. Um, hopefully some of that passing uh, game work will go to Chubb, but that's been kind of his crutch throughout his career. Uh, he's currently going in the fifth. Feels like a good value, even though he's 27 years old. You just you just won't have the huge you know five or six reception games that you'll have from guys ahead of them uh, that really uh, tack on that ceiling. Moving to RB twelve, I have J.K. Dobbins uh, in twenty twenty two. He was the RB fifty six. He's twenty four years old. Uh, he's a full season removed from his knee, knee injury, just like we talked about with with uh, Javante. Um, it was a horrific injury. I expect a solid RB2 season from him, regardless if uh, if Lamar is there or not. Um, for this past year, he had basically zero upside in the re receiving game. Unless Lamar leaves, I don't see that changing. Uh, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent after the 2023 season. Currently going in the sixth round, he's a decent value. Um, hopefully that they resign him. The, uh, the Ravens uh, aren't opposed to handing out contracts to halfbacks. Moving on to my RB thirteen, have Ramondre Stevenson. In twenty twenty two, he was the RB seven. That was a great fucking season. Twenty five years old. Uh, Harris is likely to leave in free agency, um, but I highly doubt that they'll just go into the season with just Stevenson and the uh, two guys that they had from last year um, on the depth chart. Uh, he did well with his opportunity. He was going in the late you know, 10th, 11th, 12th round. People were calling me crazy saying, 
uh, when I was saying that he was going to be an RB1 uh, this year. He got his opportunity, and he hit on it. But I don't think he he is a long-term asset. Um, I don't think he's going to um, to have the years. Uh, he's a great asset for a, a contender. Um, I do think he will be the lead back, but I don't expect him to get the same workload as they're going to add someone that they can actually use. He's going right now in the seventh round. That's a good contender value. Uh, I'd say he's probably got another year or two in him, uh, being a RB1 or a high-end RB2. Moving on to RB14, I have Tony Pollard. Um, in 2022, he was the RB8. He's 25 years old. Uh, he's expected to be tagged. Um, he's re- he's re- recovering from that horrible leg injury head where he fractured his fibula. He should be ready for training camp. Uh, at this point, Pollard is a much better halfback than Zeke, and I expect his workload to rise. Um, uh, he has RB1 upside w- with the receiving work and his athleticism. Uh, he's going in seventh. That's a good contender value. Uh, no long-term clarity. Uh, as far as contracts, because he's probably going to get tagged. I don't see Dallas paying another halfback a high-end contract. I think they've learned from that mistake once already. Going down, I have Dalvin Cook at RB15. Uh, In 2022, he was the RB11. He's 27 years old. His shoulders made a jello, uh, but uh, this offseason he had a couple of surgeries to clean them up. Uh, he signed through the 2024 season, and he's a cut candidate after the 2023 season. Um, but with Alexander Madison likely leaving in free agency, I see him having a better year than he did uh, this past year going forward. Um, he's a solid continuing asset for the next, I'd say, two years. Right now he's going in the eighth, so it's a great contender asset for me. Moving on to RB16, I have Aaron Jones. Uh, in 2022, he was the RB9. He's 28 years old. Uh, he just recently restructured his contract to stay in Green Bay through 2024. I love him as a continuing asset if Aaron Rodgers stays or goes. It doesn't matter. Uh, A.J. Dillon is likely to limit his upside uh, in the red zone. He's currently going in the ninth round, which is a great value for uh, contenders. You're starting to see a pattern with these guys here in the middle that are a little bit older. A lot of the guys toward the middle are um, going in like the 8th to 11th round range. So I think if uh, you're building a contender and you can trade back and get multiple uh, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th round picks, I think you can stack up on halfbacks right now. Moving on to RB17. Uh, To be honest, I left this guy off the list when I first made it. It's the Andre Swift. A lot of you know my hatred for him. Not my hatred. I just don't like him at all. Uh, last year, it was consensus that he was ranked at RB2, RB3. And I had him uh, around RB9. And um, that's currently where he's going. He's going around RB9, 10. Uh, and I still can't get behind it. Um, in 2022, he was the RB21. He's 24 years old. Uh, he hasn't uh, been healthy in his whole career. Uh, he's not even the starter for his team at this point, and he's a free agent after the 2023 season. Now, don't get me wrong; he is super talented, but if you can't stay on the field, I I can't I can't invest in you. Uh, his his upside is only in the passing game. Uh, 
he he doesn't get a lot of touches, but he's a great athlete when he does get the 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 touches. Um, he can score in one play. He can have huge plays, but you know he he's not someone I want to rely on or count on. He's currently going in the fifth, which is way too high for a backup halfback for me. Uh, moving on to RB eighteen, I have Damian Pierce. In twenty twenty two, he was the RB twenty eight. He's twenty three years old. He had a breakout year, uh, slowed down towards the end of the year, and I kind of attributed that to he didn't have the volume in college. Um, that's likely why he slowed down. Uh, he's a fourth-round pick in the NFL and doesn't have the team investment, so that's kind of scary. Uh, the offense uh, should be a whole lot better this this year uh, if they draft you know, a QB, which they should, and uh, hopefully they address the offensive line at some point. Um, like I said, he's easily replaced but he's currently going in the ninth round. He's a solid contender asset for a couple years if they don't add anybody significant to that backfield. Moving on to um, RB19, I have Derek Henry, the Yeti. 2022, he was the RB4. He's at the ripe old age of 29 years old. Uh, he's rumored to be traded this offseason. Um, the team doesn't look that good. And... Uh, it wouldn't be a horrible idea for them to capitalize on his value while he's still somewhat good. He is a unicorn for sure. Uh, he's a 6'3", 250. You don't see too many halfbacks that size running around. Um, so I think he does have another another solid year or, or two left in him, you know, if he can stay healthy. Um, he, But he is a guy that needs the volume. He doesn't have the... Uh, the um, the same athleticism as like a uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, he needs the volume to be relevant. Um, he's a solid continuing asset going in the ninth round. So just like I was saying, if you can trade back and get multiple seventh through tenth round picks, you can get a whole bunch of halfbacks, and you can focus on your um, more high value positions uh, early in the draft: QBs, wide receivers, tight ends. Uh, moving on to my RB20 is Joseph Mixon. Uh, in 2022, he was the RB10. He's 26 years old right now. There's quite a few red flags right now on his profile. He's currently a cut candidate. Uh, the uh, team needs to save money in order to extend Burrow, Chase, and Higgins, which I think they would rather um, have those three over Joe Mixon. Uh, not not even uh, including legal issues uh, that have already started this offseason. Um, I don't think the team is going to cut him just based on that, but he's still a cut candidate just based off his contract. Um, if he stays with the Bengals, he's a, he's a solid contending asset. Uh, worth He's worth um, the most to teams that have him already. It's going to be hard to trade for him because... You're not going to get a first for him and send a first for him. Most people would be happy to send a second, but there's probably not a whole lot of teams that have him that want the second uh, in return. Uh, he's currently going in the ninth, so once again, he's in this range of halfbacks that are that would be uh, great to target in the later rounds. Moving on to my Tier 4. Uh, we have Rashad White at halfback 21. Um, in 2022, he was RB36. He's 23 years old. 
his offense will more likely take a step back after Tom Brady retiring. Um, Fournette's role is up in the air. Is he even going to be on the team? Um, but um, if Fournette uh, gets cut or takes a back seat to him, then I see Rashad White having an Alvin Kamara type skill set. He's not quite that uh, that talented in the run game, but his re- receiving skills are pretty close to me. Uh, he's a high end high end handcuff for Fournette. If you still have him, I I doubt uh, Fournette has any value left. He's not even on this list. Um, spoiler. Uh, he's currently going in the eighth, so he's one of the few younger halfbacks that uh, you can you can target later in draft that have upside to where he can jump into the, you know, I'd say top. Uh, his ceiling's probably in the fourth round. Um, moving on to my halfback twenty-two, going with James Cook, uh, and. 2022, he was the RB44. He's 23 years old. Uh, currently, he's the only halfback that's still signed to the Bills. Uh, they are likely to add more than uh, more than just him. Uh, the only question is, how talented will those halfbacks be? Uh, his skill set is mainly valued in the passing game. So, um, it, I mean, he did show some flashes on the ground, but I don't think he's built to have more than 10 to 15 carries a game which in all reality he doesn't need that many to be successful he's got more like the uh swift uh profile where you know he can take a- anything to the house it's just he's got to get the uh, opportunities um he was taken in the second round by the bills last year so i don't see them moving off of him uh very soon the team will add more depth obviously he's currently going in the eighth next to dalvin cook um, uh, funny enough, but, uh, I think between those two, I'd still prefer Dalvin. Um, moving on to my RB 23, we have Isaiah Pacheco in 2022. He was the RB 37. He's currently 22 years old. The team seems to favor him more and more as, as the season went on. He runs hard. Um, he, he was drafted and believe the seventh round by the uh, Chiefs. I do see him as someone um, that they would lean on and then he could get double-digit um, touchdowns this season uh, as their main rusher. Uh, like I said, they have no draft capital on him whatsoever, but they don't have uh, the luxury of t- taking halfbacks high right now. They need the rest to f- fill out their team. I, uh, I would be shocked if they brought in another high-end back Currently, he's going in the tenth round, so he's a good value if he can if he uh, retains that starting role going into next year. Um, but I do like him as a later round pick. Moving on to RB twenty four, I have AJ Dillon. Twenty twenty two, he was the RB twenty six. He's twenty four years old, the quad father. Uh, his upside is capped with Jones restructuring his contract. Um, we keep trying to paint him in the same light as Derrick Henry. Uh, once um, Aaron Jones moves on, then A.J. Dillon is going to be a top five back. Uh, it doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, he is a free agent after next year. Um, so that kind of puts a nail in that. But I do think if he goes somewhere to be the RB1, He's going to be a high-end player. 
But for right now, he's just a high-end handcuff. He will see solid RB2 numbers as he splits the backfield. Uh, Aaron Rodgers being there or not doesn't change how I see him. He's still going to get work in the passing game. He's still going to get all the work by the uh, the goal line. Uh, he's currently going in the 10th, 11th round. I feel like that's about where he should go. But as, as a uh, Packers fan, I was hoping that uh, Aaron Jones might uh, move on and give this guy a shot. But I like having them both there. Uh, moving on to halfback 25, I have Cam Akers. Um, in 2022, he was the RB35. He is 23 years old. He did have a uh, really weird season. He was benched, almost cut, and then came back as a starter to in the season, and he was on fire. Uh, was a highly drafted uh, halfback out of college, um, so his usage to start the year was kind of questionable. He's now a full season removed from his Achilles injury. Uh, team likely to add another halfback in the draft or free agency because um, they don't have a whole lot behind him. Um, he could be a, a RB1 uh, or nothing at all. Uh, that's pretty much how the RB market is at this point. Um, he's currently going in the ninth round. He's, he's a solid asset if he's the starter, but that's another if. Uh, moving on to Tier 5 for me. Um Starting off, we got uh, at halfback 26, I have David Montgomery. Uh, he was the um, RB24 in uh, 2022. He's 25 years old. He's not likely to return to the Bears. Could easily be the RB1 wherever he goes. He has the three-down skill set. He's definitely a buy low for me. He's currently going in the 12th round. That's a great value for a halfback with, with his skill set. He's someone that I'm targeting if I'm a rebuilding team or if I'm a contender for sure. Moving on to RB27, I have Miles Sanders. In 2022, he was the RB15. He's 25 years old. He's currently a free agent. The best place that he can land is back with the Eagles. Uh, he has virtually no upside in the receiving game. I don't see him having a lead role if he leaves and goes anywhere else. It'll probably be mainly a 50-50 split. He's currently going in the 10th, which is solid, but it gives you little upside. At RB28, I have Brian Robinson. Um, in 2022, he was the RB43. He's currently 23 years old. He's purely a runner. He has no upside in the, in the receiving game. I still believe Gibson is the better halfback, but this team just wants to use a hammer. Uh, Gibson will take a majority of the receiving work. Uh, he has no upside. He's a solid RB four or five for me. He's currently going in the eleventh. I mean, he's okay as you know your fourth or fifth halfback, but I wouldn't expect anything else out of him. Uh, now we're up to twenty nine. I have Alvin Kamara. This is pretty low for him, but uh, things are getting crazy. Uh, in 2022, he was the RB16. He's 27 years old. Uh, the past couple of years, he struggled to find the end zone. Um, and that uh, combined with his uh, likely uh, substantial punishment for his Vegas incident last offseason, um, he's probably going to miss quite a few games, if not cut from the team altogether. Um, his future is really murky uh he signed through the 20 uh 2025 season 
and is a cut candidate after the 24 season if he doesn't get cut this year for you know um the things that happened in las vegas uh if he gets a QB upgrade, he could return back to his elite pa- pass catching form. Um, you know, he didn't really have anything this past year with Andy Dalton. Um, he's currently going in the ninth, tenth range, which feels kind of high uh, from where I would consider taking him. If he falls, he could be a nice target for contenders after he returns from his suspension. Now, moving on to RB thirty, I have. Tyler Algier. In 2022, he was the RB29. He's currently 22 years old. He really started to get the workload in the second half of the season. He has no receiving upside. Uh, I believe he was a fourth-round draft pick. Uh, He's easily replaceable if the team wants to continue to establish the run. Uh, He'll be a solid RB for the upcoming season. I don't see much long-term value currently going in the 10th round. Um, So that pattern of there's a bunch of guys that can contribute now in the 10th round. I don't see a reason to spend one of those top picks for a halfback unless you just want the security um, or the false sense of security when you take a player um, uh, at the halfback position at the top of the draft. I'd say that about does it for my halfbacks. That was brutal for me, considering I I hate I hate th- th- this position. I hate how it's perceived, but I do think that uh, there is quite a bit of value uh, going into startups this uh, offseason. There's a lot of guys that are going to move around. There's a lot a lot of new guys going to be in uh, the rookie drafts. I'd say there's anywhere from ten to fifteen guys that are going to have a role somewhere. And that means they're taking work away from somebody. Um, this is a really deep class. I mean, there's not a whole bunch of studs, but there's a lot of role players uh, in this upcoming draft. Um, excited for the combine to see how they all test out because for halfbacks, that matters a lot. I can't wait to see the uh, Dynasty world burn when B. John Robinson runs a 4.65. Even if he does, he's still... He's still the 101 this year. Uh, my comp for him is Josh Jacobs. I think that's who who you're getting. You're getting a really um, a really good runner um, between the tackles. He does he doesn't have the elite speed, but I do think he's a better receiving halfback than Josh Jacobs. I think that's one of the one of the um, places that he is going to beat him out, but my comp is J- Josh and Jacobs for him. And then for everyone else, I I just want to see how they test out. Well, that's going to be my halfback rankings going into the 2023 offseason. Well, the 2022 offseason, but 2023 season. Um, and uh, next week, I'll be doing wide receivers, probably one of my favorite positions to talk about. Uh, complete opposite from this one. So uh, if y'all come back next week, I'll be glad to have you. Thank you.